It's the holiday shopping season, and if you're having some financial anxiety, you're all right. Experts say that this is normal, especially about buying gifts and deciding how much money to spend on friends and family. Here to help us is Michelle Singletary. She's a personal finance columnist for The Washington Post. She's also the author of What to Do With Your Money When Crisis Hits a Survival Guide. Michelle, good to see you again. Let me talk to you about this $100 budget for gifts. Now, this excludes food for the, the big meal, but Michelle, $100 <laughs> for everybody? Everybody, and happy holiday to you. And yes, $100, that's right. How? It's based on this book, uh, $100 Holiday by Bill McGibbon. And basically, what you're going to do is just you, first of all, you're going to have a smaller list, right? Yes. Um, and then you're just going to really think about the kinds of things that people want. Like, how often, Victor, are you looking for a charger for your phone, right? You know, okay. you're just like that little small thing, and you want one for your car and your desk, and you always run, things like that. Mm -hmm. And then the other way you can do that is... Think of alternative gift giving. Like one year, my daughter gave me three home-cooked meals, and I can invite two guests. So you, next time you're up in D.C., I can make you one of those guests. I'll be, <laughs> you know? I'll be there. All right. I love it. And so, and then one person wrote me and said, she told her mom, listen, I'm trying to save some money. What is it that you want? And she said, you know what? She said, time, baby. And so she said, how about if I help you declutter your house? Because you've been talking about that. And the mom said, yes, because that meant several hours with your adult child, because you know, they only want to spend about five minutes with you. <laughs> and so that means going through photos and things like that. I mean, and grandparents can take on their phone because grandparents parents got those phones too, the, uh, reading their kid, their grandkids' favorite story, you know, um, and then the parents can play it for them if they're out of town um, at bedtime. It's about realizing that what we mostly want from folks is time and presence and not the presence. So I also could go for some metal collar stays, which aren't expensive, but I can never find a matching pair when I need them. So I, there are some things on the list, but you're talking about all adults here. What about the That's kids right. who've been good all year and are expecting Santa to make it rain on the 25th and you are at a $100 budget and Santa might be on your plan too? Well, you know, uh, in the way we're talking about people who are financially struggling, right? And you manage your children's expectations. You know, I we always did that. My husband and I, with our children, we go, you know what? Santa's had a difficult time. He, you know, some elves didn't show up for work, so we gonna not. Oh my have gosh, y'all! The, the, the elves on strike. <laughs> Oh, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> They're trying to unionize. <laughs> so and we say, come on, bring your list, but you're only going to get about two or threes off the two or three things off the list. And when they were little, I know you're going you're gonna to fall out your seat when I tell you this. When they were little, like under three, yeah. I would look through their closet and their toy bin and find things that they hadn't been playing with or maybe no. they got a gift that they didn't really particularly care. And I wrapped it up, oh. yes, and put it under the tree. No. Yes, I did. No. Yes. Yes, because listen to the thing. The kids love unwrapping stuff. That's like the, what they really like, right? And they usually only like one or two things anyway. And so that gives them the uh, the ability to unwrap stuff and have that fun. And you don't have to spend a lot of money. And, and <laughs> your kids must have horrible memories that they already had this like three days ago. But okay. Um, so speaking of, this is a good segue, though, into your, your piece on regifting. 
You give seven <laughs> tips here, and I don't think I've ever regifted anything. I have a person in my life who, for probably the last 10 years, has given me a gift every year, and I immediately put it in my car because when I stop by Goodwill, I want to make sure I donate it because it's never anything I use, but they, they right. are adamant about giving me something. If you're regifting, well, you know, go ahead. No, well, I, and, and I love that you're, you're donating that, and that's great. You can uh, you know, raise money for charity and help somebody out. But like, say you're a working person and you're living paycheck to paycheck and you go to a party for you or your child and you get something and it's not what the child likes. Like, people used to give my son trucks and stuff like that, but my son liked to read. He would love books. And so he didn't care about that. So some of it you donated, some of it I have a re-gifting closet. And you put those in there and he's got, you know, when they're little, they got all these birthday parties and one of his friends loves trucks. Mm. And so you like, okay, I got a truck and a kid that likes a truck and you rewrap it and give it to that kid it's just being creative and listen we get so much stuff we have so much stuff in our homes and our lives it would help the environment it would you know take the stress off of always trying to find something then the key to regifting is to give something that the person would like you know you know if my, my best friend's a delta i'm not gonna give her a pink and green sweater somebody <laughs> you gave better not right? <laughs> <laughs> i better not right so but you know if you've got a pair of earrings that you like you know you're best friend would like that it's okay and yeah. we don't have to tell people what we got these gifts it's just about and i'm not saying you're going to re-gift everything that you give to everybody uh, but you know there have been times that you've invited to something at the last minute it's a birthday party or something and you know don't have time to shop but you have something in your closet that's new it has to be yes. new all the parts have to be there and it's okay to then re-gift that to that person now listen I have, a, I have a rule. Don't ask, don't tell. Now, if you suspect somebody <laughs> gave you a gift, right? Don't embarrass them, right? Yeah. Don't be a gracious receiver, I, I have and, right? And if you are re-gifting, don't put it in, uh, you know, a sex box <laughs> when you bought it at Costco, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a good thing is don't try to fool somebody. I have received many scented candles that I know people didn't go to the store and buy themselves. Uh, Michelle Singletary of the Washington Post, always good to have you on. Thanks so much. Listen, I don't have to. All right, and I, I, I'm willing to get a gift from you, a re-gift from you, Vic, and you know where I live. All right, I will. All right, Michelle, I'll be back.